Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how often you should replace your running shoes. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. How often should you actually get new running shoes? I mean, that's a great question. And this is a question I get over and over when I see patients, when I look at them and I realize that some slight overtraining injury they got, whether it's you know the beginning of a stress fracture or perineal tendonitis or posterior tibial tendonitis or plantar fasciitis or one of these common overtraining injuries, it often has a lot to do with running in shoes that are just frankly worn out. The running shoes, wear out over time. They're like any other wear item. And we all know this, but most of us truthfully are probably running just a little bit too long and a little bit too much time in those running shoes before we replace them. Well, all of us runners would like to know exactly how many miles we should run before we replace our running shoes. Unfortunately, it depends on several factors. A good analogy to this is changing the oil in your car. Now, these oil change places, oil change providers, they'll often recommend that drivers of automobiles change the oil in the car every 2,000 miles, but not every car needs new oil every 2,000 miles. That depends on several different factors. If you use synthetic oil instead of conventional oil, it can last many thousands of miles and it doesn't have to be changed every 2,000 miles. If you drive in an area that has relatively clean air, it doesn't have lots of dust in the air, well, you can also drive a lot longer before your oil has to be changed and the condition of your car's engine also has a lot to do with how often you should really change the oil in your car. Now granted, it may be safe and reasonable to change your oil every 2,000 miles or so, but it could also be unnecessarily costly and time-consuming to get your oil changed that frequently. Now by the same token, if you change your running shoes too often, you could be wasting time and money. One of the common recommendations I hear is that people should get their shoes replaced every 200 to 500 miles. And it depends on who you are. Obviously 200 miles is a whole lot less than 500 miles. And the the funny thing is I often see runners and they'll say, well, you know, I knew I needed to replace my running shoes because the tread was starting to get worn out. The, The tread on the outsole on the bottom of your shoe is absolutely not a reliable indicator of when you should replace those shoes. Now, if you see the tread on the sole of your running shoe is actually worn out, yes, you need to replace your shoes. But that is sort of like waiting until you see the the cords or the, the, the belts in your tires actually showing through when you have worn the tread completely off of your tires. You're not gonna wait that long to replace the tires on your car, right? Because you have a blowout. And that's sort of the equivalent of waiting until the tread pattern on the bottom of your shoes is worn. You are definitely waiting way too long if you're waiting for the tread to wear out before you replace your running shoes. So, you know, this is the thing is you have to figure out like what is actually right for you. And that depends on a lot of different factors. Again, it might be a conservative way to replace your shoes every 200 miles. You probably will not get into any trouble getting over training injuries if you replace your running shoes every 200 miles. But for most of us, That is really when our running shoes just start to feel like the new shoes have started to get broken in. That's when we start to get comfortable in them. And, you know, some of the variables that can affect how often you need to replace your shoes has a lot to do with how much you pound on the shoes when you run. And it's not really that complicated. We talk about running shoes wearing out. What we're really talking about is the midsole cushioning material, 
which is EVA or ethyl vinyl acetate, it's when that material starts to get compressed in, in areas of high pressure where you're pounding on the shoes and the, the foam material, ethyl vinyl acetate or EVA, starts to get compressed and then it's not providing the same level of cushioning and absorbing the, as much force as it was before. And that's when they need to be replaced. Not surprisingly, that has to do with a few different factors. So one of them is how much you weigh. So if you weigh more, you're gonna pound on the shoes more. If you, um, if you land as a heel striker, if you run with really long strides, that type of running form tends to pound on the shoes and will wear out the shoes a little bit faster than if you're really sort of a, a soft-footed um, midfoot or forefoot striker. It also has a lot to do with how much vertical oscillation you have when you run. Like if you bounce up and down a whole lot, uh, that actually does pound the shoes more because you're actually falling further every time when you have a lot of vertical oscillation. Uh, women who run and you can see a ponytail really swinging sort of violently behind them, it's usually because there's a lot of vertical oscillation in their running form and that can beat up the shoes even more. If you run on stairs, you're doing lots of work where you're doing um, repeats on stairs or hills, well, that can also pound the shoes because you're running downhill, that beats them up. If you're running on hard surfaces like concrete, that generally makes the shoes wear out faster than if you land on a softer surface like crushed granite or a dirt trail or some obviously softer surface, it doesn't pound on the shoes as much and they can last a bit longer. It also depends on you, how you run when you land. If you are supinated or pronated and you're landing on basically one side of the foot, which you would definitely see a, a wear pattern where it sort of shaves off one area of the tread faster and it doesn't do it symmetrically, it will definitely wear out way faster because when you land flat, you're spreading those forces over the entire bottom of the shoe. But when you land on the edge of the shoe, it's really just that little section of the shoe where it's pounding and then your foot comes down and it tends to abrade or wear off the tread in that one area, that's a whole lot more peak force under that section of the shoe and it can make them wear out a whole lot faster. So anything that basically pounds on the shoes, increases the wear, wears out the EVA faster, and then you're gonna have to replace them sooner. So the thing that I tell runners when I see them is I always just look at the shoes. And you, there are a couple of ways to tell. The first thing is that if you wear the shoes and you can tell that they feel different than they do when they're new, you probably need to replace them. Unfortunately, because we get the shoes, we start to run in them and we, we wear them out gradually, most people don't notice that. When they get really worn out, you can usually tell that they feel sort of squishy or unstable and you know you need to replace them. But when they feel different, you should probably replace them. Another way to tell is to uh, get two pairs of shoes and compare. So if you buy two pairs of the exact same kind of shoe because you like them, they're on sale or whatever, and you run in one pair and then maybe a month later you run in the brand new pair and it feels totally different, then obviously the older shoes are already really worn. But they may not feel like they're really worn. So it's a good experiment to try that once or twice and track your miles and see how far you can go in them before they start to feel worn out to you. Now, the other way that's a surefire way to tell which is the most reliable thing and the thing I'm usually pointing out to patients, to runners when I see them in person, when I look at their shoes, is to look at the, the side wall of the shoe, not the sole on the bottom, but the side of the shoe, and actually look for wrinkles. And what I do is I grab the shoe and I basically push it together and then I look for wrinkles in the outsole on the side of the shoe. And when you have those wrinkles, what that means is that the EVA on the inside of the shoe is sort of collapsed and it's squishy and it's sandwiched because it's, it's giving way very easily. And you see that as the wrinkling 
on the outside of the heel or the outside of the forefoot. And when you see that wrinkling in those areas, it means you have deformed the EVA midsole cushioning material in the running shoe, and that's when you definitely need to replace them. But again, there are several variables. It can vary from shoe to shoe, from type of shoe, type of surface, the way that you run, your running form, your weight, all these things have an impact on how much you wear out the shoes, but it's a good exercise to go through it at least once where you get maybe two pairs of the exact same kind of shoe, track your mileage, run in them for a month, then run in the other pair that you haven't run in yet and wear them you know, back to back on the same day to see what it feels like and see if they feel the same or if they already feel different. That'll give you a better idea and a way to gauge how quickly you should actually replace your running shoes. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast and listen, I want to ask you to do a huge favor for me. Please share it with one of your friends. Send it to somebody who's a runner who you think can benefit from the podcast so that they can keep running as well without injury. And please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen to your podcast. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.